The opinions, beliefs, and viewpoints expressed on today's radio show and their guests do not necessarily reflect the opinions, beliefs, and viewpoints of Easy Way Broadcasting. Welcome to Radio Boomers Live, the show about all things human from a baby boomer's perspective. All things hot and all things not. News, reviews, interviews, chat, text, and what's next. And here are your hosts, Risa Gray from Betty White's Off Their Rockers and Easy's dad, Jim Zuli. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Good Risa morning, from Radio guys. Boomers Live. Good morning, good morning. We are doing it the easy way. And I'll tell you, Reese, it has been, a, it's been an exciting week news-wise. And uh, I don't know, have you been traveling anywhere? You've been keeping up with all the award shows and keeping busy in Hollywood? I've been busy. I haven't been doing as much as I used to do. You know, the old song, don't get around much anymore. Well, I'm I'm reaching that age. I just don't get around that much. Yeah, I tell you. you Sometimes that happens. You know, you you just get to a point where you say, you know, I could do this much, but then I'm going to draw a line. And, uh, well, well, it's been know. raining in Los Angeles, and us Angelinos really don't do rain well. You know, it's, I'm like sugar. I melt in the rain. So. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we uh, we need it and because, uh, you know, you get the rumors. But, you know, it's funny, Reese, as they say, well, the rains bring the fires. And you're thinking, how are you going to win here? No matter what happens, you're thinking, well, what it means is the rains bring the grass. And the grass eventually dries out, and that you know it's a big circle. But, but uh, LA is beautiful right now. It's green. I was driving down a hill the other day, and you could look out over Los Angeles, and it was so green and so beautiful. The good thing about LA is when it rains, the, everything clears up, and it's beautiful. It is. So yeah. there is it. that. But that takes us up to hot topic. It's hot topic time. Ripped from the headlines, today's hot topic. Well, you spoke about award shows. Well, the Grammys were last night, and I have to admit, I did not watch them, even though I do do like Alicia Keys. I don't know any of these people that are winning awards. (laughs) I really don't. It's genre of music for the most part. I don't know any of these people. But I'll give you a rundown of people who won, because um, I did at least look it up. The best R&B album was her, by her. I have no idea who her is, but she did win, and she won big last night, from what I understand. Best country album was Casey Musgrave. I don't know Casey. Uh, the best album of the year was Golden Hour, again, by Casey Musgrave. She won really big last night. Uh, record of the year was This is America by Childish Gambino, who I did not know was actually actor Danny Glover. I, I, you know, I, 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 I just don't know these people. Uh, um, uh, the song of the year was this, I'm Donald Glover, I mean. Uh, the song of the year was This is America under Donald Glover's real name, Donald Glover, who is also Childish Gambino, which I did not know. The best new artist was Dua Lipa. I have no idea who that is. The best pop solo artist was uh, Lady Gaga. I know who she is. I do know who Lady Gaga is. The best pop vocal winner was Adriana Ariana Grande. I do know who Ariana is. And the best pop duo or group performance was Shallow by Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. I do know who they are. Best rap album was Invasion of Privacy by Cardi B, who refused to uh, see Grammys, I understand, because they wouldn't let her perform what she wanted to perform. Um, And the best rap song was by Drake, who I've heard of, but I don't really know who Drake is either. And the best country song, again, was Casey Musgrave with a bunch of other people for Space Cowboy. 
And last but not least, the best R&B performance was uh, Best Part by her featuring Daniel Caesar, who I don't know who either of them are. But from what I understand, the Grammys were very long, almost three and a half hours last night. They had lots of performances. Diana Ross performed. Smokey Robinson performed. They did a tribute to Aretha Franklin. I'm gonna. I am gonna. I, I am gonna watch it. So I'm gonna watch it in the whatever you call it when you play it back. But those are the winners. Hope you. Those of you who watched it enjoyed it. Jim, what's your hot topic? Well, Ruth, I can kind of relate to that with the names, but uh, I don't want to age myself. But I guess when you're a couple of generations away, that's that's par for the course. Thousands of teenage girls. March through testing the uh, the global change situation with the weather. They want to they want to get their politicians to do something about it. The polar vortex is running wild. It may not be because of climate change, but you got the deeper snow in areas that people are used to snow, but not that much snow. They say instead of up to their boots, it's up to their waist. Uh, you've got the uh, the flooding in areas that. Totally record-breaking floods. Uh, people that are 90 years old, they say they've lived in these towns their whole life, and they've never seen floods uh, on their main uh, parts of town and everything. you got cold in areas that's 30 degrees colder than it normally is, so there, there's some going to change here going on. Uh, scientists, but you know, they're basically not clear on what's causing the radical change. Some scientists say the rapidly warming Arctic could they serve both the stratosphere polar vortex as well as the jet stream? And basically what it is is when the ocean changes, the weather changes. Okay, the Arctic has lost 50% of the ice mass in the last 50 years. Normally it's maybe a foot uh, or two, I, I just roughly, I'll give you the stats on that, but it's a very slow process. Now it's very rapid. And when you look down from the uh, from the Nassau shots, you see from 50 years ago to now, half of it's gone. All right, so that's the deal with that. The uh, As the temperature sea ice, I'll give you the kind of stats here. As the temperature rises, sea ice at the poles is melting and exposing the ocean to sun heat. I'm going to go slow so you understand. Water absorbs more heat than ice. This raises temperatures, which leads to more ice loss, which causes more temperature changes. As a result, temperature in the Arctic are increasing as twice the rate of the middle latitudes around the equator. So that's basically what's going on, because you couldn't go to the Antarctic and, and literally watch the tourists watch pieces of ice just falling down. You'd have to be there for years to watch a piece fall down. Now, every day, they're crumbling. The Antifia member charged with the violent attack on the Marines, uh, supposedly tied to Democrats, Dems officials, distancing from the D.C. Antifia leader, Joseph Alcoff. Congressional leaders rushed to avert a number. uh, Well, they're, you know, the government shutdown thing. They don't want the government shutdown to happen again. Trump is basically, uh, he wants the $5.7 billion to do the wall. It's actually a drop in the bucket. It's less than 1% of the budget. Uh, I think it's just a stubbornness on the Pelosi side. She could easily let that go, get the wall built. The people down there, the security people want the wall built. Uh, Reef and I are going to be going down there to actually see what's going on. Reith is going to be on the Mexican side. I'll be on the other, the USA side, and I'll, we'll talk and see what's going on. I don't there. think so. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's uh, that's some of the news, Reith, and uh, it, it's crazy. There's so much. I mean, there's so much more to cover, but we're out of time. There really so, is. Anyway, but let's move on to our first commercial word. It's commercial time. Are you tired of doing business the hard way? Is building your business taking too much time and energy? We can help. Introducing your ultimate solution, EasyWay Business Membership. 
We're a full-service digital marketing solution specializing in branding and marketing, advertising, and introductions to CEOs and influencers that can help your business thrive. Problem solved. Now you can hire our award-winning team to work for your business. We've received many prestigious awards, including the Digital Trailblazer Award by Hollywood Weekly Magazine, and we've been recognized by Congress. For just $11 a day, you'll get more exposure, reach more clients by next month, guaranteed. Here's how it works. You pay one low annual fee of $4,000, and you'll receive consulting, branding, marketing, advertising, social media support, product placement, and business introductions to help your business grow exponentially. And if you need more, we offer SEO, commercial, TV exposure, and much more for an additional rate. To recap, for just $11 a day annual membership fee, you'll receive branding, consulting, business-to-business introductions, advertising, and social media support. But don't take our word for it. Here's what our customers say. We've been working with EasyWay, Eric, for the last six months, and literally, we are slammed with work (laughs) for two months straight, so his marketing definitely works. To learn more, visit EasyWayNetwork.com or contact us at 877-399-2929. And don't forget to follow us on social media. On Facebook at EasyWay Network, Twitter at EasyWay Broadcast, and YouTube at EasyWay TV. Boomer Boost is a comprehensive, all-in-one, powerhouse nutritional supplement designed to specifically support your body's vital functions. Boomer Boost is the result of years of research by numerous scientists and formulators resulting in a comprehensive nutritional powder that contains all of your essential vitamins, minerals, amino acids, and even specialty nutrients in one easy-to-use drink. Boomer Boost replenishes the vital nutrients that are depleted during your body's repair process including macronutrients, proteins, carbohydrates, and fats, as well as micronutrients, vitamins and minerals, coenzymes, and specialty nutrients, allowing your body to make all of the proteins required for optimal health and execute the metabolic pathways that are the essence of human life. Many of these nutrients can only be obtained through a proper diet, and Boomer Boost provides everything your body requires to increase energy and feel great. Yes, indeed. Okay, guys, I do my Boomer Boost. Reese, do you do the Boomer Boost yet? I've yet to do the Boomer 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 Boost. boost. I'm going to have to get a hold of that. we got to get going on that easy way, letter E, letter Z, easy way phone. That's where it's all put together now, and I'm getting used to it. Easywayphone.app.app. That's all the stuff in there from the easy way. You get the... Reetha and I on Radio Boomers Live and Easy Way Broadcasting, Easy Way Wall of Fame. That's going, that's exploding exponentially. Easy Way Tube, uh, Eric's own tube channel, Easy Way TV, Easy Way Debit Card, and it goes on and on and on. It's a whole new world that's been created here, and people love it. It's all good stuff. So, Reetha, we, uh, we have a very interesting guest coming on. Dr. Natalie Beachkamp, and uh, she is, I, I'm going to go over just a couple. She graduated a doctor of chiropractic in Ontario, also a bachelor's degree in human kinetics, also certified as a functional medicine practitioner. She owns and operates her own private practice, a Sante Chiropractic and Wellness Center, for over 20 years. She's a former bodybuilder and author of Jumpstart Your Health, Get Force, Get Results, uh, Permanent Weight Loss Solutions and Wellness on the Go, just to name a few. She has written numerous publications, been on radio, TV. Oh, I'm out of breath. There's just so much. I could turn a page and the page she's done so much. I got to bring her on. Otherwise, I'll bring her on and say, well, sorry, we're out of time. So, <laughs> Dr. Natalie, you on with us? Hello. How are you? There she is, Reith. This is Dr. Natalie. Welcome. This is Reith Gray. Is, is that the right pronunciation of your last name? Not quite. Uh, Beauchamp, but close enough. What did I Beauchamp. Okay. Enough, huh? <laughs> Sorry about that. You, you said it the more um, uh, British uh, kind of way, but it's it's all good. Okay. I was going well, to say, you're from Canada, so a little French there, both of Yes, yes, French is uh, indeed my first uh, language. So thank you for having me on the show, guys. 
Hey, Pooh Francais. Thank you for being here. Yeah, I am French, indeed. Well, anyway, so with all this is going on, my first question would be, what do you do with all your spare time? <laughs> it's funny that you say that because I'm I'm uh, on this uh, call now uh, in the clinic. I just went and hid in a room so I can have some some quiet time. So I'm still in full time practice, but uh, decided uh, a couple years ago to write another book called Hack Your Health Habits and. Really, I was seeing the challenges that people had when it come when it came to their health. So I wanted to put it all in one book, and it, it is a fair, fairly extensive uh, book. It has 600 pages, uh, but I wanted to have everything into one book uh, because people are confused when it comes to health, and there's so much out there that uh, I wanted so to much. put it all together. And also the habit part was very important to me because oftentimes people know that they have to change things, but if they're not changing their habits, then, you know, they're not succeeding uh, too well. So. And, you know, this is – and there's two, two things here. Changing their habits. Okay, it might be easy to change, but it's sticking with it seems to be the mm-hmm. trick, right? Mm-hmm. And that's – it's like sticking with that plan, getting on that wagon of vegetables, but staying there. Because, yeah. all right, I'll hit you with this one, and this this really gets me. People say they're 350, 400 pounds. And I've, I've seen it on the television in one of these series where they, they show how they work so hard, so hard to get that weight off. And they're trying to do a little jogging in the, the treadmill. And, and you've done this. You've worked with these people. And you see them with the diet. They they don't get to eat their big pizzas and all that. They're on the you know eating a cabbage or something, and they 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 become successful. They drop from four hundred to say two hundred pounds after all that work. Now what I don't understand is how can they possibly go back to gaining that weight when they see how uncomfortable their life was and how mm-hmm. hard it is to get that weight off. How do they get it back on? I, I well, I think uh, in this situation, there's, you know, the relationship with food is probably uh, the big part of the issue. And if they change their lifestyle, but they haven't changed their relationship with food, then that is most likely why uh, they get uh, to put the weight uh, back on. So there's a the psychological component that needs to be addressed that it is with uh, bulimia, anorexia, you know, uh, body uh. dysmorphia, what, whichever. We're, we're never one thing. We are, you know, a physical, we are mind and, and, and spirit, meaning that we need to address all these components uh, yeah. when we look at our health, right? And you right. Depression, and one of the problems, one of my problems that? is my relationship with food because I am a comfort food eater. And Mm -hmm. I refuse to admit that for years I refuse to admit it. So what can I do? Because I still kind of comfort myself with food. I'm doing better with what I use. But how do you shift that relationship? Well, you know, there's uh, holistic nutritionists that can help you with that. But what I would say is what is your why? Why do you want to eat differently and better? And I find that when people don't have a big enough why, they're not inclined to stick with those habits that we're talking about. So if you're, I mean, as human, we're we're basically responding to pain or pleasure, and sometimes, sadly, people need an event, a heart attack, a diagnosis of cancer, to really say, oh, okay, wait a minute here, I need to take this, you know, very seriously. So that's kind of why I wrote the book, you know, to hopefully connect with people um, before those events. But I would have to say, you know, you have to ask yourself, what is your why? Why do you want to stay healthy or, or, you know, have an ideal weight and so forth? And for some people, it's because they had a scare. Sometimes it's a family member. Uh, Sometimes they're just tired of being tired and have no energy. And, you know, they want to just have a better quality of, of life. So, I would say, you know, for sure there's an emotional component, but you have to really dig down and figure out 
uh, your why and realize if it's if it's a strong enough why. If it's not strong enough, you'll be good for a while and then you'll default, which, you know, sometimes it's okay and you need to get to a certain level to have a, a deeper why. But that's usually uh, what I see with people that, uh, you know, it, it sounds like a good idea to lose 10 pounds. It sounds like a good idea to work out, but their, their why is not strong enough or they don't foresee the results uh you know, as being strong enough to make a difference uh, somehow. Yeah. I've seen neighbors out there jogging, and when I never seen them jog, and I'd say, what's up? They go, well, they had a, a problem. They had a stroke or something like that. And all of a sudden now, like you say, kickstarted them. Yeah. And uh, they're totally concerned with their health now. Have yeah, and, noticed, and I get uh, it because the information out there is really confusing, and, and I know sometimes patients will tell me, well, geez, Natalie, everything's going to kill me, so I might as well just, you know, not bother. So, unfortunately, <laughs> sometimes that's the message people hear. Uh, it's not the case. I mean, um, they say that genetics are probably uh, accounting for 5% of chronic uh, diseases and 95% are lifestyle uh, diseases. Mm. So there is a lot that we can do to prevent. Okay. I got a question for you. Now, I don't know if – all right, I'm going to hit you with this one. Antibiotics, good or bad? Because it depends. you take an antibiotic – and it, you know, all of a sudden, hey, it kills the bad stuff. But I hear that there's a lot of good stuff that it gets rid of too, right? Yeah, no, exactly. And and it depends. Uh, that's uh, actually when I do talks, I have a whole presentation, and all my questions are answered with that uh, answer. It depends. Um, in some cases, antibiotics might be uh, well needed. Unfortunately, uh, they had a tendency in past years to be overprescribed without the proper testing and all of that stuff. And you are correct. Uh, it does kill the normal flora as well, which we know that uh, the bacteria are such a huge component to our gut health, to our immune system, to our serotonin production, which is that happy hormone. So. It yeah. is not without consequences, for sure. Yeah, yeah. good and the bad. Well, I have a, I have a problem with statins. I, okay. I have high cholesterol. I cannot take statins. They literally cripple me within a matter of days or weeks, depending on how much I'm taking. What mm-hmm. can I hack to kind of cut down my cholesterol by, and bypass statins? Okay, so that's a very good question, and you're you're not the only one in that uh, situation, and you're not the only one who uh, has been prescribed statin. So, a couple things we need to to look at is that a bit of a misconception that cholesterol is what increases, you know, or what we eat uh, that is increasing our cholesterol levels, and. Uh, it's more sugar that will increase our triglyceride level and cholesterol. So first thing I would do is mm. look at your sugar intake and see if you can't address your high cholesterol that way. Um, the other thing to, to take in consideration is that uh, I, uh, research is not conclusive to the fact that people that have higher cholesterol actually have more heart attacks. So, yes, uh, statin drugs will decrease the cholesterol, but to the purpose of just decreasing cholesterol, if it doesn't increase, uh, you know, the, the, the heart attacks and so forth, we have to look at that um, as well. There's a, a great book on all of that that I would suggest you read. It's called Eat Fat, Get Thin by Dr. Mark Hyman, um, and it is uh, debunking the myth of eating fat making us, uh, you know, increase uh, our cholesterol level. It's mostly sugar, so it, it would be a great read for you to um, to grasp the concept of what else you can do uh, with your lifestyle to decrease your sugar intake. Awesome. I just gave up sugar in January. So it's, it's really difficult because sugar is in everything. But did you, get, well, you do know there are ketchups that are made without sugar. There are salad dressings made without sugar. You you have to dig them up. You have to find them. Yeah. But you can really well, decrease your sugar. Yeah. What's well, that? if you What's just started one? in January, then I would say just give it some time, and you should see uh, results with um, many things, many markers um, in your health that are going to improve. One of the things we hear about is the sugar-free. 
Now, a lot of people like pop, which is soda, which is whatever you yeah. want to call it. And yeah. you know, then, you, then you see the magical bottle on the shelf. Ah, there's a bottle of pop I can have, and it's sugar-free. It's diet. Yeah. But I yeah. hear that what's in that can be worse than the sugar. Yeah, the um, artificial sweeteners, uh, you know, have a whole slew of, um, of consequences when it comes to the nervous system and so forth. So, yeah, you're, you're correct that, you know, sugar is, is one thing, um, but those uh, artificial sh- sugars are not better either. Plus, they trick our body uh, into thinking it's sugar and, you know, exactly. will uh, trick our pancreas and so forth. So we have to stay away. At the end of the day, what we should be drinking is, is water. You know, it just water, we've, water. we've gone all fancy with all those drinks, but technically we're made of 65% plus uh, water. So that should be our beverage of choice. Well, I'm kind of lucky because my, my body rejects artificial sweeteners. It rejects so much stuff that I, I'm almost forced at this point to eat healthy. <laughs> That's great. It's your um, your body tricking you into eating healthy. So, Dr. Natalie, let me put you on the spot a little bit here. There's so much water out there. There's 50 bottles of water. There's fancy water that's expensive, mm-hmm. and then there's water out of the tap. I suppose it's all good, but would you kind of zero in on maybe? Because I, I went to an event one time, and they had 10 bottles of water, and below it they had these little bottles of the bad things that are in it, and they're different colors. And uh, what would you recommend for a water? Uh, Again, I, I hate to repeat, repeat myself, but it depends. Well, first of all, bottled water is, you know, the, the plastic has an impact on the, on, the, yeah. on the water itself because it might have been placed in the heat and it will be leaching. So ideally, we don't want to drink from bottled water. Now, it's hard. You know, I was just traveling quite a bit in the last couple of weeks, and I, I had to drink from bottled water. So filtering our uh, water at home is a good way to go to remove, um, you know, some of the chemicals like fluoride and chlorine and so forth. But also remineralizing our water uh, is important as well. So there's, you know, not to name any specific companies, but companies that will have a good filtration system and then a, and that will also have minerals that you can put back in the in the water um, are companies that we should uh, look at for sure. Well, we could go on for hours with all that you have, all the information <laughs> you have. But uh, I'd like to have you back because we have about 75 more questions for you. Okay, well, as you can tell, I love questions, and these are all questions, you know, that I know people have, and they're great questions, so I'd love to be back on the show at some point. Well, well tell us, you have you well. have a podcast? Yeah, I have and, a podcast. Book um, yeah, so the name of the book is uh, Hack Your Health Habits, and my podcast name is called What the Hack? So I thought I would, what the you know, play okay. on words here and have a little bit of fun and uh, I interview, um, you know, different health practitioner on different topics. Uh, just last week we had uh, someone, um, uh, holistic doctor on uh, um, essential, essential oil. We had brain health. I, I try to bring variety uh, to the show and, and keep it inter- interesting for people to listen. Our Dr. Dante so how do you listen to what the heck? Pardon me? How do you listen to What the Hack? Uh, it is on iTunes, um, downloadable. It's on uh, many of the um, the uh, Lipson and all different kind of ch- uh, channels, uh, uh, stickers as well. Uh, but iTunes, it, it has its own um, its own channel there. Oh, cool. And you can now, get the book out? on Amazon? Yeah, the book is available on Amazon. Uh, you guys are in the States, so Barnes & Nobles. Uh, okay. You know, it's, it's accessible uh, bo- um, paper format and iBook, um, e-book as well. Oh, cool. All right. That, this is amazing. So how do you pronounce your last name again? <laughs> Beauchamp. Beauchamp. Okay. There Dr. you Mary go. Mason. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on because I know you're so busy, and uh, we appreciate it because, uh, you know, in the baby boomer scenario, we really need some help with all this. Yeah, yeah. uh, Yeah, we want to live, you know, with full of energy, vitality, and, you know, as well as we can as we're aging. So, yes, you are correct. 
That's right. So thank you for coming on, and uh, we have to move along here, but uh, it was great information. We really appreciate thank it. Thank you. Sure. Great and, meeting uh, you. Thank well, you, guys. Bye-bye. We have to take notes, Reese, so we can stay in good shape with all this stuff. I'll tell you, it's really interesting. With that, I think we're moving on into a commercial. Looking to grow and align your brand with celebrities and other established brands? Your brand is all about your entire customer experience. Everything from your logo, your website, your social media experiences, the way you answer the phone, to the way your customers experience your staff. So why not let us help you get your branding right from the start? At Easy Way Promotions, we are a new class of professionals providing first-class online branding, promotion, social media, website development, editing, graphic design, public relations, media, SEO, and online advertising to give your business the competitive edge to stand out. Our highly experienced experts will not only help you increase your online presence, but also provide you with a proven online strategy to help you increase the value of your company and make acquiring new customers easier. So what are you waiting for? Contact us today and let us help you grow your business exponentially. For more information, contact 424-209-9290 or visit easywaypromotions.com. That's letter E, letter Z. We also encourage you to like our Facebook page at Easy Way Promotions. You are about to experience Carmelita's Corner. Carmelita's song, Rosebud, made it to the top 40s with the godfather of soul, James Brown. She's the founder of the Rose Breast Cancer Society. Now here's your host, Carmelita Pittman. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, good morning. Hey there. I'm so happy this morning because I've got one of the most fantastic guests that I've had on my show and uh, she has a track record that is unbelievable. Uh, she's a former candidate of the uh, L.A. City Council for several years, 12 to my understanding. And she uh, has been the catalyst for many of the projects that have given us a new face downtown, such as the L.A. Live, the Cathedral of Our Lady of the Angels, a police administrative building. She's brought in $15 billion in investment, $40 million in net new tax revenue for the city of Los Angeles, and 90,000 full-time jobs. As a result of her leadership, downtown is a new place, a more desirable place for people to live. And I could go on and on and on, but I just want to have you bring your hands together and welcome Ms. Jan Perry. Good morning, Jan. Good morning. Glad to be here. Yes, you. I'm glad to have you here. Well, Thank you. Um, you are just one of the most remarkable ladies I've met, and uh, you're coming up for a, a well-deserved award this Friday at the Beverly mm-hmm. Hilton for the Lady in Red Awards. And uh, I'm just so happy to be there as well, and I'll be looking for you. Uh, Thank you. So yes, uh, so congratulations on that. Thank you. La- That's exciting. <laughs> yeah, the Lady in Red Awards, uh, the Diamond Awards, are just really uh, uh, becoming a a a really signature event that was started many years ago by Jarvie Hutcherson. Uh, he started many things. Uh, he was an entrepreneur of, of many many achievements. Uh, He had the Multicultural Motion Picture Association, which he used as a platform to promote diversity in the film industry. And that is something, as you know, that is very much needed. And, uh, yes, we really do need to promote that. And uh, that was one of his achievements. But I think that this event is probably one of the most beautiful that he has had. And... uh, so uh, how are you feeling about uh, the event coming up? Well, I'm very excited. I was there last year, 
and it was very uh, inspiring to see women from so many different backgrounds and disciplines getting up and speaking about their life story and speaking their own truth, and it was a very special evening. It is, and I'm noticing that women are really taking the front seat these days, don't you think? Yes, absolutely. It's long overdue. I mean, really, with with so much empowerment of women going on, I, I guess I've sort of been on that train for a long time. I just wasn't really yeah. aware of it. And believe it or not, I was actually born March the 8th, which is the Women's uh, International Day of Recognition. So I'm thinking, wow, you know, that's, that's uh, amazing. I just never really, um, really noticed it until when you look at your life patterns. And I remember... Mm-hmm. Having served years ago uh, in West Hollywood on the Women's uh, Sub-Issues Committee, and we put together a special event in West Hollywood. And in that particular case, um, having been a former LA Unified Art Educator, I I worked together with uh, another lady. Her name was Helen, and she brought in former gang members, not that they needed them in West Hollywood, but they called themselves aerosol artists. And they were so mm-hmm. talented that I had them make the sets for the backdrop of an opera because I had another mm. friend who was from Transylvania, believe it or not. Her name was Alina de Alba. I haven't seen her in years, but beautiful, beautiful, uh, gorgeous redhead. And uh, she uh, was a member of the L.A. Opera I mean, I'm sorry, the, the, I think it was in New York, the Opera Company. And um, mm-hmm. so it was her passion to bring opera to that event. And they televised it on Channel 2. So, and and mm, the young gang members, funny. they dressed up in suits, you know. So it was really quite an event. Hmm, that sounds great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now uh, tell me what, what uh, has inspired you to run for the L.A. County of, uh, Board of Supervisors. Well, I'm very, very uh, interested and passionate and have a lot of experience in working on issues related to homelessness and mental health. And uh, this is something that I, I, I want to continue to pursue. And I want to be able to build more housing with uh, the support services on site for people who are homeless uh, so that they can become formerly homeless and reclaim their lives and stabilize. And then I, I want to be able to develop more programs that will help people who are formerly homeless uh, get trained for jobs and employment and so that they can mainstream back into uh, society and their community or wherever they came from and live a fulfilled life. Well, that's really wonderful. You know, my platform before my mother graduated to a better world would have been homeless uh, mm-hmm. because, uh, you know, even that was several years ago now. Looking back, um, uh, it's actually increased. I understand there's like about 55,000 people that are homeless downtown. Is that right? Well, I think that they just did another count. I haven't heard the final numbers yet, but it wouldn't surprise me if it, it had increased. But, you know, homelessness is, is a, an embodiment of many different factors and mental health and public health and uh, those things uh, all get wrapped into that. So that's why running for supervisor and becoming a supervisor for the second district is so uh, important to me because I would be able to marshal those resources and ensure that they are used in the, the best way possible. And having looked at your bio, I see that uh, you have had your hands busy with that too. You are mm-hmm. uh, involved in having uh 5,670 units of supportive housing to shelter the homeless and people suffering yes. from mental well, illness and substance abuse. Mm-hmm. Well, there was a lot of uh, really great nonprofit housing developers in, in in the county and in the city who are way ahead of, uh, uh, you know, the curve in terms of being uh, innovative, creative, and understanding you know, not only how to house someone, how to help somebody recover, and also how to prepare them for work. An interesting thing about some of the more recent housing developments that I worked on, they they included culinary arts kitchens, kitchens so that, you know, the the clients could go into the kitchens and, you know, train to be able to work in, you know, commercial kitchens or in restaurants and, you know, get into a training program to ultimately be able to get a job making a decent wage with health care benefits. 
and that's really, really needed. And um, mm-hmm. the uh, the food industry does seem to be a great outlet, you know, not only yeah. for the people who are homeless for various reasons. Some of them are people who are formerly incarcerated, and and you know, right. people people who are coming out. They do need employment, but otherwise they wind up employing themselves, breaking into your house, you know. Well, they need income. The food industry is a great industry for allowing opportunity for people who may need to start over or need a second chance. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I have to tell you, and this is sort of, a, I guess you could say, an amusing story, because my husband used to work at CNN, and I went downtown to, uh, when St. Viviano's was sort of under uh, attack as a result of the earthquake. They wanted to tear it mm-hmm. down, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the, the option uh, was, fortunately, this new beautiful uh, cathedral, which we have now, but while I was down there... Um, with a group of people who were, you know, were demonstrating because we were trying to save mm-hmm. the cathedral, I met this gentleman uh, who was homeless, and I asked him why, and he said because he had AIDS and nobody wanted to give him a job. And I thought that was kind of sad, but, but but back to the story, because the news media showed up and because my husband worked at CNN, they they recognized me. They said, Jerry, he said it was all over the loudspeaker. He said, isn't that your wife down there picketing, you know? Hmm. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, but uh, yeah, we've had many moments like that. But but getting mm-hmm. back to to that to that project, you know, there was a big building right across the street from St. Viviana's, and I had my eye on that building, and I thought, wouldn't that be a perfect place to have a multi-unit, you know, operation? As as you say, they need to have so many issues addressed, you know, especially mental is uh, mm-hmm. part partially that some people are not capable of having a job because you know they're not stable. But yeah. you know, I I thought that because there is a there is a place in New York I can't think of the name of it maybe you know, but a woman who has put together a very successful project there. She raised a lot of money, mm-hmm. and she you know provided shelter and gave them different activities to do and and was pretty much self-sustaining you know and i think we can do that out here too oh i think we can too and uh working as a county supervisor i'll be able to be uh, a part of a larger network of social service providers and nonprofit housing developers to create a strategy that's even more forward thinking so that we can eventually get to the point where we not only uh, house people who are homeless but get ahead of that and perhaps catch people uh, with support or provide them with support before they become homeless. Yes, absolutely. And do you remember Ted Hayes um, when he had mm-hmm. this? It, it, they looked like little igloos. They they, it, they yeah. were beautiful. And I don't mm-hmm. know why, but they were taken away. Do you know what happened to that? No, I don't remember. Yeah, they, it was uh, not. Uh, for, it was in the downtown area, and it was mm-hmm. like a little community, and and they mm-hmm. had these uh, little round structures, and people helped one another. It was a great community, and then all of a sudden, it got squished, got washed away. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know why. Yeah. But well, anyway, yeah. that that was. I thought it was a great solution. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe that may be something you may want to entertain. But as I'm looking at the clock, Janet has not been enough time uh, to be with you. But I know. It's but been I good think talking it, to you, though. It's wonderful that you've been on the air now with Carmelita's Corner. I've been on the air mm-hmm. now for for three years and and counting. Still winding up with wonderful guests such as yourself, and uh, you. it's an honor. So I wish Thanks, you well, and, and we want to see right. you on that L.A. County Board of Supervisors. I'm going to be doing okay. whatever I can to get behind you. I think you're Thank one you. of the best best candidates they could ever have. <laughs> so Thank you so much. All right. Thanks for coming on uh, my broadcast on Easy Way Broadcasting Network. You take care. Thank you. Okay. Carmelita's Corner. She, she always interesting. So always. Interesting. And Carmelita, if you're still so listening. Yeah, and Carmelita, if you're still listening, 
Ted Hayes is still an activist. I went to an art uh, show a few weeks ago supporting the homeless, um, and Ted was there. And I saw a picture of Ted when he was very young and no gray hair. And uh, I understand he is uh, trying to campaign to be even more active and more involved in the government in continuing to um, advocate for the homeless. So Ted's still around. That was Dome Village years ago. And the short answer is they lost their lease. Now, it could have been political, but the short answer is they lost their lease. And that's why Dome Village went away. But Uh, at any rate, (laughs) let's move on to tech time. It's tech time. Okay. Cell phone, PC, Mac, tablet, iPad. That's right. It's tech time. Well, today I'm going to talk about ride shares. I, you know, it's hard for me to believe that everyone doesn't have a ride share app on their phone, but I have discovered that everybody doesn't. Well, when I first heard about ride share, it was first Uber. And I thought, I will never need Uber. And this woman said, oh, it's a free app. Just put it on your phone. You never know when you're going to need it. Well, I did put it on my phone, and lo and behold, my car broke down, and I needed to get somewhere. And I used Uber. So that was the first time I used it. I don't use it often, but I do use it. There are two main ride-sharing companies in L.A., Uber and Lyft. I've used both of them. People say one's better than the other. I find that drivers tend to drive for both. They have an Uber sticker and a Lyft sticker. So a lot of them are the same people. And I just took a Lyft the other day, and it's really funny because now they put the picture's driver and his license number on your app so you see who's coming to pick you up. And I looked at the picture, and this guy looked like kind of a bad Santa on his picture. And I thought, oh, I wish I had a woman that was driving me. But this guy picked me up. He was the nicest, friendliest, most wonderful driver I've had. So you can't necessarily judge a book by the cover, but I do say trust your instincts. If you don't feel good about a driver, don't get in his car. And then report them. At the end of each ride on either service, you can rate them by stars and if they're a one, give them a one. If they take you around about and you know they're not taking you the right way, write that down in the notes. That's the way that we can eliminate the bad drivers on Lyft and Uber. Also, they'll deliver food. Uber Eats will actually bring food to your home. And um, my cousin had that idea years ago, and I said, nobody's going to pay to have fast food delivered to their home. Well, I've even done it myself on occasion. <laughs> so I highly recommend taking the ride shares. Um, my only bad experience was once I decided I was going to do the group share with strangers, and I think they actually missed their plane, and I was very close to missing mine. So I don't necessarily recommend that you do the group share because it's only a few dollars less. but. Download the app both for Uber and Lyft. You never know. You're gonna you might break down. You might have to take your car to the to the shop and need a ride home. You never know when you might need that ride share. So go ahead, download that Lyft or that Uber and have fun ride sharing. Jim, what's your gym for today? Very interesting, Aretha. Very interesting. And there was talk about interesting. Uh, the Anaheim Ducks had an event in Newport Beach with uh, Kelly Bennett and Eric Zuli attended, and it was raising money for Orangewood at the foster care group. So that was, uh, you could check that on Facebook. So, guys, I, every once in a while, I look up some articles and I try to get you little tidbits on tips for retirement and health and finances and so on and so forth. Well, I found one by uh, by Jeff Rose. It was in uh, goodfinancialsense.com. 
And and there's basically 15 tips in retirement. I don't know if I can cover them all, but I'll try to give you a few because, you know, people work hard to get to the point where they can finally retire when they decide when is that certain time when they can uh, make that choice to to retire. And uh, it, it doesn't mean you're going to be sitting around. You're going to be busy. So here we go. Control your spending is number one. Uh, this could be the single biggest step in making sure that you never outlive money. It's especially important during the first years of retirement. Number two is make time for family. If you have children, do you remember when you were young how much time did you spend with them and so on and so forth? Well, now that you're in the retirement stage, try to take some time. I found out a lot of people will literally move to go where their kids are at because that's what it's all about. Don't get burned on your taxes. If you're like most retirees, most of the money that you've saved for retirement was merely tax-deferred and not tax-free. That means the funds in your retirement plans will be taxable upon withdrawal in retirement. You'll have to manage those withdrawals in a way that you minimize the tax liability. All this stuff is important when you're... uh, Selling a house, are you going to be able to keep your Prop 13 and so on and so forth? Got to research that. Talk to a financial plan or advisor. Consider part-time job to stay active. If you don't need extra income, holding a part-time job may be an excellent way to stay active. This is, uh, you know, we also talked about uh, the volunteering and so on and so forth, joining clubs. This will not only keep your mind sharp, and it may also uh, keep your socially keep you socially involved, you know, and get involved in stuff. Don't sit around and be a retiree that just sits around. Don't forget about your long-term care insurance. Uh, have your estate planning in order. Know exactly how much you need to live on each month. You know the proverbial budget. Have a good financial advisor, which we talked about, because there's a lot of little tips and tricks that you may not have thought of. Have a portion of your assets in an annuity for safety. A little back up there. Have a portion of your assets in asset lock. Make out a bucket list. Most of us have plans and goals throughout our lives, but uh, you know they, they have a way of forcing us to delay accomplishing them. You know, we put them off. You're going to put them off to the point like my parents had, were living next door to these people in Florida that had retired and they bought a big place. And after both of them working uh, successfully at their business, they retired with a lot of money. Well, when they got down there and they had their big house built, uh, the guy had a stroke and she said, now we have all this money and we have this house and now we can't go anywhere after both working 50 years. Never stop learning. Don't abandon your emergency fund. Take even better care of your health than before, which we talk about. Uh, do your more exotic traveling early in your retirement. That's what we talked about. What good does it do to travel around if you can't enjoy it? So, Ray, just a couple tips. Uh, but I know you're a you're an example of somebody that stays active and travels. And uh, you really got to do it while you can do it, right, Ray? So why wait until you're you're sick? Oh, absolutely, because I'm at the point now, you know, traveling used to be fun when I was young, and I realized travel has changed because of the world that we live in, but my body has changed, too, and dragging those suitcases through the airport is not any fun anymore. Yeah, I uh, I used to climb trees and cut branches and uh, and do all this stuff, and, uh, yeah, you really got to think about it, because if something happens... When you're in your late 60s, 70s, you got a broken something. It's uh, it's really a pain in the neck. The healing process could take longer. And uh, you know, who wants to uh, get to the point where you're, you know, you, you got the bad shoulder, the bad knee, or whatever, and then it gets worse. And you really got to think twice about the surgery thing. I don't know if you've ever been there, but people have the back surgery or the knee surgery. You know, I think it's good to research that before you get into that mode. And, uh, oh, absolutely. And, and you know, they say a, a ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure or pound of cure. Ounce, yeah. something like that. But bottom line, you want to prevent 
falling. You want to prevent being sick. Um, you want to prevent having to take all these medications because I take so many between supplements and medications, you know, it's, yeah. I, I don't know what's hurting me more, the, the, the issue or the, the medication. Cure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's like when you're watching TV and we're all familiar with the, uh, here's, here's the medication and this is what it does for you. Oh, that sounds good. And then you got to sit there for a couple of minutes listening to all the bad things, sort of thinking, how could anybody possibly take that medication when it's going to cause all these problems? I don't know. And and then if you're taking medication A and then you've got A, B, C, D, how, do, how are they affecting each other? Sometimes that's right. not a good thing. That's, uh, you know, that's basically why we got to talk to our Dr. Natalie when she was on. She had so many good tips. And, uh, you know, if you don't fall, it's, you got to do it. You got to research some of this stuff. And, uh, there's so much stuff on health and, you know, people get lost, but start somewhere. And well, one of the things. It. And I, I have discovered that there really are a lot of products that you can buy that don't have artificial sweeteners in it. Don't have, um, preservatives in them. They cost a little bit more. You have to keep them refrigerated, so they take up a little bit more space in your refrigerator. But I, I'm with Dr. Natalie. The, the consequences of sugar, I think, are devastating. And we've just gotten so used to having so much sugar in our lives because it's in everything. When you start really reading labels, I used to think I read labels, but now yeah. I really read labels. And there's sugar and unpronounceable stuff, everything. And you can go on Amazon and you can search under sugar-free or there are different types of diets like paleo or Whole30 or vegan. And you can look up stuff. And some of this stuff doesn't taste bad. And because I haven't been eating sugar in the last month, my taste buds have changed. So things that before I would say don't, yeah, I'd say, oh, this needs to be sweeter. It doesn't. I can drink my tea without any type of sweetener now. And even, you know, I was saying honey and agave. It does. I heard that agave and honey were good. They're better, but best is no sweetener at all. No, Yeah. When you start getting away from that stuff, you actually don't want it anymore. The Twinkies and whatever. Uh, there's, uh, you know, there's a lot of talk about joints. People have uh, the joint problems. And uh, I found this one. They give you a couple tips. Know your limits, which is what we talked about. Don't overdo it. Eat fish. Keep bones strong. Target your posture. Ease your load. Uh, chill pain. Ice hails. Research supplements. Treat joint injuries and think twice before surgery. That's what I was talking about. And, uh, you know, staying on top of this stuff. But, you know, there's a book called Sugar Blues. It's a, it's a thick book. And you go to the store, though, and no matter what you buy, if, if you get to the point where you want to take some time to look at it, everything is loaded full of sugar. I won't mention the name of it, what? but I have this drink. It's, it's kind of a drink for seniors. And, uh, you know, it's, you get it vanilla or chocolate or whatever. And I thought, oh, I'm at least drink this because it's got all these vitamins. At least I'll get that. And then I looked down 27 grams of sugar. Well, now they got another one that's only got five. But everything has is, is got the sugar. I don't know if some sugars are okay and some aren't, if it's natural. No, they really all are not really good for you. In moderation, they're not bad. But what's moderation when everything has sugar in it? That's the problem. So, yeah, yeah I, I, I'm really doing well with this, especially for me. And my body tells me that sugar is not what you know. For it. And we got uh, just a review, guys. Don't forget the Easy Way Wall of Fame. Check it out. Uh, go to the uh, Easy Way letter E letters the Easy Way Phone dot app app and check out Reef and I on Radio Boomers Live and uh, the Easy Way Tube, which is it's unbelievable the way that thing's grown because. People have a tube channel where it's all good stuff, not the other stuff. 
EasyWayTube.com, right. EasyWay Wall, EasyWay TV, and the EasyWay debit card, and uh, EasyWayPhone.app. Read so much stuff going on, and uh, we're about ready to wrap here. But, it, you know, you ever notice we finished the show, and before you know it, it's Sunday night, and you're thinking, boy, we got to get ready here, make sure we got our show together. It goes so right. fast. This is unbelievable. It does. And we will be back next Monday morning, 10 a.m., right here on Radio Boomers Live. Looking forward to seeing or hearing, or you hearing us next week. Have a great week. So long, guys. Be healthy, be happy, keep moving, and keep the faith. Till next week, Radio Boomers Live with Reetha and I, Monday morning, 10 o'clock. See you then. Thank you for listening to Radio Boomers Live with your host, Aretha Gray, star Betty White's Off Their Rockers, and EZ's dad, Jim Zuli. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Radio Boomers Live. Radio Boomers Live is brought to you by the Easy Way Broadcasting Network. That's the letter E, the letter Z, Broadcasting Network. <laughs>